Hello and welcome to the Spotlight On series, a set of quick-fire conversations from the music department at King's about some of the many things we do with music and why we think they matter. I'm Flora Wilson and I'm a musicologist and also the admissions tutor for music at King's. Today, the spotlight is on medieval music, and I'm delighted to be chatting to Emma Dillon, one of the professors in our department and an expert on music and culture between the 12th and 14th centuries. Hi, Emma. Hello, Flora. <laughs> now, forgive me for stating the obvious, but the 12th century is a very long time ago now. So what do we need to know about music making 900 years ago and why does it still matter today? Medieval music in the Corset Kings is essentially where music begins which is to say that the first recorded evidence of any kind for music is from the 9th century. So actually even older than the music I specialise in. So what that means is we actually have written sources of music for the first time that we can actually study and in some cases reproduce. So at the most basic level, we do medieval music at King's because it gives us this insight to where things first began. Wow, okay, so we're really, we're going right back to the start, in a sense. So, okay, the things you teach um, to undergrads at King's, do you have a favourite module at the moment? Ooh, it's quite tricky, but one of my favourite modules is a course I teach on the troubadours, mm -hmm. who are the first composers of songs um, on themes of love. And that is a really fun course because we get right deep into the 12th century and figuring out what was going on socially and culturally. But we have at the heart of it these really beautiful um, series of love songs. And so my course is actually about the nature of love and the nature of song in the 12th century. Wow. And have those things changed much? I mean, I realise this is a huge topic, but just in, a, mm -hmm. in essence, has it changed in the 900 years or so? Well, interestingly, a lot of the themes of the very earliest love songs are still the themes that we listen to and hear today in popular song. So one of the big themes of the Troubadour lyric was love from afar, basically pining for the one you love and using the song as the medium through which to pine. So that's just one example of the kinds of themes that you find being set out um, in this very, very early song tradition. Yeah, and it does sound just incredibly modern when you put it like that. So how did you first get into medieval music then? Well, I got into medieval music, first of all, uh, by getting into music. So I started life playing the cello and the piano and just loving making music with other people and also writing about music. Um, and then I went to university and I had an amazing teacher and I thought this medieval stuff, that's sort of going to be interesting to me, but he just brought it to life for me. And it was a very short step then to be interested in taking it further. And actually what I really love about medieval music um, is the music itself, the, the records that we've got, but the way that it can connect us to people and to places and to worlds that are so far away. And I suppose what I love about what I do is this ability for music to take you um, across the past, you know, to connect you to worlds that are so old. Music brings to the foreground the fact that people you know, use music to connect to one another, to create a sense of community, to create a sense of memory as well. We use songs to remember things. And that's really one of the things that has interested me about medieval music, that it's this ability to bring the past back to life again. Mm, absolutely. So can you tell us what you're currently researching? 
I'm actually working on those um, first love songs that I mentioned in the context of the troubadours. So I'm writing a book at the moment after the end of a very long period of research, um, which looks at the very earliest examples of um, secular song, love song. Um, in the 12th century in the in a region of northern France and actually what my book is about is what we know about the group of people who first made and sang and used those songs listened to those songs and so it's a kind of micro history of the of the ways in which um, songs really were meaningful in the lives of a very specific group of people. And in this case, the people were knights and ladies of the courts of northern France. And so my book is called Knights and Ladies Who Sang. What an amazing title. I love that. We'll, we'll look forward to it coming out. Um, so just one final question then. Um, what do you like most about the music department at King's? Well, there's so many things I like about the music department at King's. Um, but I, I think one of the greatest pleasures I have is being in a classroom with a group of students and really getting deep down into the materials together. And what I love in that moment is the fact that it's um, not a teacher teaching the students, but it becomes a real exchange. I learn a lot along with the students and so it's very much a collaborative exercise and I have I think we all have a great deal of, of fun in those moments. Absolutely all right thank you so much for talking to us Emma. Thank you.